0: Tonight on Universe Box.
1: Disney's the Lion King gets reimagined. A superhero comes to Doctor Who. And Game of Thrones celebrates its 20th anniversary. This
0: is Universe
1: Box. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Amory D. Simone. This is Universe Box for September 29th, 2016.
0: And yes, we're back on a Thursday night, 10 PM EST, uh as we are we are normally Tuesday nights. Thursday nights, 10 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. Live! With our chatters, we have Monica and Angel T and A and T and <laughs> and uh, Texas A and M for some reason. I'm not why? sure why. Why? Why? Well, I, I don't. I don't know. If you're an Aggie, you're an Aggie. If you're not, you're not. Not. Not me too. Actually, <laughs> actually, I grew up in Texas, and there were a lot of. A lot of, uh, like, blonde jokes uh, were adapted to be Aggie jokes, oh, you know, like the, the, the dumb person jokes. But we're going to get started in the n- news in just a second here. But we wanted to remind you guys again that we are now officially an iTunes podcast, whoop, uh, whoop. which basically means that uh, – We show you
1: our doc. Yeah. you our chat room. <laughs> and there it is.
0: You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Now, if you want to, just go to universebox.com. There's links for, uh, for the podcast – on the main page, and you can go right to iTunes and subscribe to us. And it would also really help us out if please, you could please, please, leave please, a review please. too, because that'll help with discoverability in the in the first couple weeks of a podcast. That is hugely important. Uh It, it hugely you. important for discoverability and everything. So if you could, go over, uh, subscribe to Universe Box. And if you're a fan of the old show or if, you've, or if you've never heard it, we also have a Universe Box classic feed, also linked to from the front page of Universe Box, where you can get all the old episodes. And when we put out little specials or patron hangouts, things like that, they'll pop up over on this feed, too. So mm-hmm. de- definitely feel free to subscribe to that feed. But the Universe Box with the yellow logo, that's the main one. That's we, where you want to be. We, that's where we want you guys to hit. Uh, over in the chat room, Angel T says, you guys are spoil- spoiling us us with bi-weekly universe box not complaining good Excellent. then we'd stop and you wouldn't be happy anymore and we
1: want to make you happy
0: definitely we we want to be happy too amory's <laughs> allergic, to allergic to unhappiness unhappy. definitely okay <laughs> so i i guess i uh, you know what we should probably get into the news here uh, we're looking into the world of television and serialized streaming storytelling in television areas <sighs>
1: doctor who and the superhero sources close to the production of doctor who revealed this week that canadian actor justin chatwin will be playing a superhero character in this year's christmas special the character is described as a brash figure with an american accent and in all likelihood a few dark interstellar secrets the superhero character won't be the doctor's temporary companion but will fill a similar role in the story very interesting. Very, Very interesting. interesting.
0: So what do you think about this, Anne-Marie?
1: Okay. So really, for me, any Doctor Who story that doesn't say, Claire is coming back, is, <laughs> is, is a good story in my book.
0: You weren't a fan of Claire.
1: No. No. I think I had about four episodes I liked her. Um <laughs> No, I faintly remember this guy from the Husbands of River Song. He was the head on a robot. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that won't be the superhero guy. But I, he'll be coming in as a main character in the next season of Doctor Who.
1: I'm just I'm just okay. reiterating what I read and what I'm, the, the actor did of this. And this mm-hmm. is where I'm finding things. So um, I do look forward to seeing – well, so I guess you kind of took that – from me, because I was going to say, I wonder what form he'll be in. I must not have read too clearly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just to see where it's going to take place in the timeline, since everything's timey-wimey wibbly-wobbly. Very
0: wibbly-wobbly. Very
1: wibbly-wobbly. So, I was just curious if it's gonna happen you know before or after that that episode mm-hmm. because if it's the same actor, not the doctor who really cares about that yeah but that. i I guess
0: that actor uh his character in the last Christmas special didn't really seem to know the doctors, but it the same by the same token, the things they've released, like set pictures and things like that, it shows him with a full human body
1: <laughs> oh okay, I, so I missed that
0: yeah so it, it wasn't in this story, it was okay, in I was some like, other stuff
1: I missed that one <laughs> so. Well, like I said, they won't tell what form he'll be in because
0: spoilers spoilers i uh, now i i was kind of wondering here because uh, didn't dr already do a superhero with me last season she was... i don't know
1: i didn't know you were on the show no
0: no i mean the character me uh the one played by the <laughs> the girl from uh game of thrones which we have more on later uh but uh, she was sort of this count of monte cristo uh, type uh with a mask and a horse and everything uh, in one of During the iterations of yeah i uh, still uh you know it'd be interesting to see a potentially alien superhero in the Doctor Who world, kind of like a Superman or something. I knew it was coming. Uh, considering how often they include super powerful alien beings, it's a little surprising they haven't done this yet. Honestly. Is it though?
1: Is it though? Because really, Doctor Who and a superhero are kind of the same deal. Yeah, a Doctor who... They're similar yet different.
0: The, the Doctor is definitely a superhero right. uh, to some degree. But it, it'll be interesting to see how they kind of explore this type of character, especially considering, you know, modern-day England that they're usually hanging out in. Yeah. Is, except for the occasionally alien, is pretty much like our world. So right. it, it'll oh, be interesting to throw a superhero <laughs> into that for sure. Yes. Uh, over in the chat room, uh, Angel T is still behind on Doctor Who. She blames college. And Monica says, I'm still on season five. I blame a late start and Really not wanting to leave tenant behind,
1: dude. You got to definitely Matt Smith,
0: Matt Smith and Capaldi, and Capaldi.
1: Both.
0: Okay, uh, so what else do we have uh, up here, All
1: All right, the Mindy Project syndication deal. Mindy Kaling, Kaling. I really can't pronounce that Kaling. 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 Her sitcom, The Mindy Project, has entered syndication, at least on cable. After getting dropped by Fox after its third season, the show was helmed by the, the show helmed by the offices. Kaling was picked up for a fourth season by Hulu. Now it is set to start airing on VH1 and Freeform in October, and what may be for the first time an online show that has circled back around to airing on TV.
0: Yeah, it's actually one of the first, I think might be the first time I've ever heard of that happening.
1: I'm sure it is because it's really a new thing to even be happening. Mm-hmm. So th- this article has me bits of confused. First of all, the show hasn't hit 100 episodes yet, and that is the golden syndication number. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's at like 94 and it's already rene- it's renewed for a new a new season coming out, so it'll be there quickly.
0: Yeah, I was going to um, say sorry, sorry to be the, the Bearer of corrections, but I believe it already it has hit that number now, or it will when the f- season finishes airing in October, yes. the fifth season.
1: Okay, that I again I apparently can't read today. So <laughs> to second. be fair, I
0: had to do a little wikipedia on that. Okay,
1: so. well that's because we don't watch Mindy Project. <laughs> um, second, I never would have thought of VH1 or Freeform, formerly known as ABC Family, uh, mm-hmm. as of like two months ago as the type of channels where you would find uh, the Mindy Kaling <laughs> show. Um, first of all, VH1, you know, used to be, be music. I know it's not anymore, but it still doesn't seem like it fits this type of show. Um, and Freeform, well, it used to be ABC Family. Mm-hmm. Like, it was more geared towards, like, tweens, and I think they're going towards 20-something, so I guess that makes a difference. I just, I- I'm not familiar with Freeform very much. Uh-huh. Uh, so it just seemed a little weird. Um, I do like that a show that has been made – that has made the move from streaming to regular syndication, uh, but I'm pretty sure that only Hulu could really do that because Amazon is always in syndication and so is uh, Netflix.
0: Not to mention the fact that uh, Hulu is also owned by all of the major cable network – or not cable networks, but network – like NBC, CBS, Fox. They all own a stake in Hulu. Uh, So, So it's not surprising considering that. Uh and you know like I said uh they will hit I think it'll be 116 episodes after the 5th season airs. So the syndication isn't that unusual. Okay, fine. Uh, especially considering that 100 number is really more for uh for like network syndication like, you know, networks airing a show during the day versus a cable network, like a over-the-air network is when that 100 number m- number is really important.
1: Okay. Um yeah, it just confused me because the hundredth episode is in season five, and they've only pulled one through four into syndication. Mm, yeah. So, anyway, whatever.
0: Yeah, uh, I <laughs> yeah. I, I always meant to watch this show uh, since I liked her character and uh, her writing on The Office, uh, but I never got around to it. Uh, but now, now that we have Freeform via Sling TV, maybe, maybe I'll finally check it out. Sling TV sponsor. Yeah, and oh. uh, you know, you know uh, stepping stones, Anne Marie. If you could tilt your camera just a little bit, what direction? Uh, just, just a little bit, so your head's more in center of the frame. Thank okay.
1: You. Well, yeah, was...
0: Growing pains, folks. But you know what? Uh, I... Enough of watching us make the sausage. It's time to grab some popcorn <laughs> and find your seat. We're opening up the curtain on Cinematter. <sighs>
1: So the weekend box office preview, again, growing pains. So just like we did last Thursday, we're bringing you um, the list via Fandango because they had the best list I could find and I'm going to stick with it of movies coming out today through the weekend. Um mm-hmm. There's a lot, guys. Like, there's a lot of small – I'm really glad we've started doing this because there's so many small movies that I didn't even know, like, were a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, not necessarily small, just, like, limited release. Um, But like I said, we did – we each chose a movie, and we're going to tell you a little bit about it. So this week I chose – Miss Peregrine's Home, Peregrine? Peregrine? I really don't know. Peregrine, I think. Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Um, it's another Tim Burton movie, uh, and he's really been doing amazing lately. Uh, well, always. It's tim burton uh so he's assembled an amazing cast to take on this peculiar and very burton-esque story from dame judy dench to samuel L. jackson to alice and janney the talent is out of this world and i cannot wait to see them take on these crazy characters
0: yeah it, it definitely uh it, the the trailer was really it's, awesome it's, for sure it's
1: fun it gave you s- so much but yet nothing mm-hmm. all at the same time and that's kind of yeah. that's what it should be that's and it, what
0: a trailer should be you know I, I think unlike a lot of people we're not we don't have burton fatigue like i i think no. the the most recent movie we saw of his was dark shadows and we both really liked it big eyes well, oh big guys eyes. Big eyes. I, I, I never big finished eyes. big eyes that's
1: because you fell asleep
0: yeah i did i totally did He's I totally a, did he,
1: he did that <laughs> yeah was okay. good okay now uh the- i wasn't done
0: oh, okay sorry Go ahead.
1: uh <laughs> i was like that's just like the promo uh dark twisted and flying people sign me up mr burton this movie looks to have a great balance of hilariousness creepy and scary which is kind of exactly what i want when i'm going to a movie now you may move on with yours.
0: Okay. Okay. So, so my <laughs> pick was a a little movie. It's a comedy movie called Masterminds. It stars uh, Zach Galifianakis, Jake, Jason Sudeikis, Owen Wilson, uh, Kristen Wiig, and a ton of other big comedy names. And it's a heist film, uh, which is directed by Jared H- Hess of Napoleon Dynamite fame. So, so uh, you know, it honestly, you know, it looks pretty good. It doesn't feel because a lot napoleon dynamite and a few of his other movies like a uh, nacho libre uh you know the humor's very flat it's very just sort of you know it's just very like slow and flat and naturalistic uh, and kind of like a mumblecore sort of stuff but this feels a, a, like a much bigger kind of comedic movie mm-hmm. it, it, which kind of excites me to see him stretch a little bit mm-hmm. it 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 seems like it's big and brash, but it still has a lot of uh, the memorable idiosyncratic characters like Napoleon did, like Nacho Libre did. It's also based on a true story of the uh, Loomis-Fargo bank robbery uh, that happened in 1997. Hmm. Although I'm sure they'll probably take a few liberties to make it funnier.
1: Because, well, Zach Galifianakis and Kristen Wiig. Yeah.
0: And I'll just say, too, that uh, Galifianakis' character also uh, reminds me a lot of his character in Baskets on FX where he plays a rodeo clown really good show you should definitely it, i need to watch more in early stuff. suggestible definitely check that out too yes. and yes. uh see over here uh monica's very excited that that miss pedigree uh peregrine's uh
1: there's the, the crazy one the is crazy coming one. out yes. and
0: uh Angel wants to read all of the books, and
1: Monica didn't know there were books, so now we've made a connection. Everyone, go read things.
0: Definitely, definitely, reading yes. is fundamental. Okay, Henry, what's our next story?
1: Next up, Disney reimagines the Lion King. After the success of this year's Jungle Book, John Fa- Favreau, 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 and Disney are reuniting to remake. Another animal based <laughs> Disney classic, The Lion King. Another in a long stream of Disney live action remakes like Cinderella, The Upcoming Beauty and the Beast, and Maleficent. The mm-hmm. new Lion King will be directed by Favreau. Favreau. Um, no release date has been set.
0: No, no, but so, Anne Marie, what are your thoughts on this? Dear
1: Disney, stop! <laughs> Please stop. That being said, they've actually been doing a really amazing job with these live action oh, yeah. reimagines, not remakes, um of much beloved stories and I'm sure it's going to be good because like The Lion King, you would have thought that those animals like were really talking because mm-hmm. they were so good. Um I just feel like they have saturated their own market. I need to work on creating some of their own – some new stories or taking a crack at something that maybe wasn't so – isn't so beloved and like monumental mm-hmm. because what they're doing, they're taking all these movies from – was it it wasn't the golden age. What was it that we you – no, know, it was the golden age. Yeah, I think. It was the golden age <laughs> of like Disney animation and mm-hmm. now they're making them live action and um, yeah, I need that to stop. <laughs> yeah, thanks that's
0: fair that's fair yep. um <clears throat> you know like you I, I really enjoyed the jungle books so mm-hmm. i'm got, kind of confident in favreau and disney and that they're going to deliver a quality adaptation of the original story mm-hmm. uh, my main hope for this movie though is that they bring back as much of the original voice cast as possible because nathan lane Jeremy Irons, Whoopi Goldberg, are just a few of the actors who would have no problem stepping back into their roles. Oh, I, I, they are billing this as a musical, though, so I, I hope we keep more of the original songs than the Jungle Book
1: did. They won't, though.
0: Uh, we, we'll see, though, because uh, you know we'll probably get a pretty good idea when they release Beauty and the Beast in March and see how many songs they keep in that movie.
1: They added a new one. They did.
0: That wasn't the new one from the musical.
1: Yeah. So, so it, we, I, I guess we'll. I, I that'll probably. They're giving give us it a, a good... spin. It's part of the reimagine.
0: Mm. But, but that right. th- I, I feel like that release will probably give us a good sense of the kind of balance they'll take with keeping the original songs and everything. It, it just it, it better open up with Ah, Scipione, di di di
1: di 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 di. Okay. True confessions. My children do that like every week when we get a walking <laughs> school bus. There's like this stump. They stand mm. on and they put their arms up and go, ah, a And then they jump. So I don't really know what – they've missed the story. It's
0: a classic it's, scene. It's a
1: classic scene where they <laughs> jump. Anyway
0: – Okay, well, we're going to get right back into the news in just a second. But first, we want to tell you a little bit about our Patreon. And our Patreon, it's over at patreon.com slash universebox. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash universebox. And if you don't know, Patreon is just a way you can kind of help support creators uh, doing what they do. And if you like their creations, you can kick in a little bit. It's kind of like, uh, you, you know, you give five or ten bucks to NPR every six months. You can give us a buck or five bucks or every ten month. bucks every month to kind of, you know, help us uh, for all the time we've invested, all the money we've invested in equipment, uh, high-speed internet connections, snacks for after the show. Electricity. Uh, definitely a good one. Service cups you know we have a, a lot of unlockables including a podcast course that we will produce for you uh, if we reach a certain support level and also you get uh, little perks just for supporting us like uh, you know for 25 bucks a month if you d- donate that one time you can be a guest on this show this for one. example
1: which means you get to help me pick the stories
0: but more importantly yes if you donate five dollars or above every month you become a member of the five dollar star patron club i uh, first of all Thank you. Second Thank of all, you. we'll read your name out on every show. Every Third show of all, month. you're guaranteed a walk-on role in the new Lion King movie. You'll be the only human character,
1: so uh, you'll well, never do as good as the Boy and well, Lion. N- not the book.
0: only human character, but you'll be the only human character. So uh, Simba's new friends are Becca Baca, Angel, Kelsey, Holly Mac seventy nine, Monica Jones, Sage of Earth, A.K. Patty, Harry Seidler, Timothy Peters, Robert Cattoler, and Hope you guys are the five dollar star patrons and you're off to africa baby uh if you want to go to africa too oh. go to patreon.com universebox universe box and remember, remember to, to think, think
1: outside. outside every uh, Emer- time we say that i hear Saïd.
0: Saïd. oh like Saïd. <laughs> remember to
1: think saeed <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. nice i i uh, call Loss back to reference. Lost. yes uh, definitely okay so now comics novels dr seuss as long as you can read it we've indexed it and shoved it in folder let's crack open the
1: bibliophile so game of thrones is teaming up with apple to celebrate their 20th anniversary Mm -hmm. apple in its constant quest to dominate every entertainment uh vertical
0: yeah okay i
1: don't know that one um has teamed up with george rr martin to publish a new digital edition of game of thrones featuring tons of supplementary material like family trees, seagulls, si- um, apparently I can't read tonight, <laughs> um, and glossaries to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the book. It also includes an excerpt from the much-anticipated new Game of Thrones book, The Wind of the Winds of Winter, which Martin still hasn't technically finished because he's too busy writing glossaries.
0: <laughs> I, I would like to say over in the chat room real quick, uh, Angel, who will be joining Sin- uh, Simba in Africa, says she'll spend the whole time hanging out with Timon and Pumbaa Paradise Home. She's so. eating bugs. Okay, so what do you think about this, Amber?
1: <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie. I still haven't read Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, I must be like one of like 12 people in America, and I hasn't seen the show either. However, if I was going to, I don't anticipate this being the way that I would read it. Um, I don't like to read on a tablet. I like to read in a book mm-hmm. and it's kind of really frustrating to me and I get why they're doing it. But it's so frustrating that all of this extra information, which I love extra information. They give me a little like fold-out maps and stuff mm-hmm. like that is only available in iBooks yeah. I hate iBooks. <laughs> like, they automatically keep putting it on things. And I'm like, no, I don't use the iBooks.
0: See, I'm more of an e ink fan. Like, I really like the e ink experience. That's, but that's still it fe- different, though. It, yeah, it, fe- it feels like reading a printed page.
1: Ah, it doesn't have the smell and the turn. <laughs> and you can't fold things and highlight properly. Notes and margins. Like, there's just something about a book. Mm-hmm. So. That's fair. Now um, he needs to get back to writing because the fans definitely. are about to like revolt.
0: I, they've been, they've been that way for a couple of years.
1: I know, but it's getting worse.
0: <laughs> yes, definitely. I, and uh, you know, like you, I'm not the, a huge Game of Thrones fan. I've seen uh-huh. the first couple seasons, and okay. I've you know read the summaries for the rest of the books and stuff. But I think this is a great way to do a special digital release. Oh, okay. It, well, it's just a lot of these releases seem to take on. Like, put in animations and movies and zippity zoodas and all that ah, kind of stuff. And, uh, it, it, this really sounds like a, you know, just a few guidebooks, um, and, uh, you know, some keys to the universe, uh, with hyperlinks within the novel itself that cross-referencing of information is super powerful and doesn't try to turn books into something more flashy, something they're not. Uh, Now, I'm sure they'll probably have some screen grabs from the show or something in there, uh, maybe a couple clips. But, uh, you know, really, the bigger surprise is that the next book still doesn't have a release date. Because I remember people complaining about this years and years ago. HBO is already adapting the the book that still hasn't come out and has no release date. Yeah. And they're probably going to be done with the entire series before he releases it at this point.
1: Right, which is a little weird because mm-hmm. what if he changes things? Because I'm assuming that's part of the reason
0: yeah, that but it's not done. Really, at this point, you need to get your stuff together, George. A little bit. It's getting silly at point. Sit your booty down at the point. computer
1: and get typing, man. Stop
0: going to all these Comic-Cons and visiting the set and just buckle down on your old I, – I believe he uses an old DOS – Uh, No. He uses WordStar on DOS to write his books.
1: No. So,
0: like, an old, like, 386 computer. So, you know, sit down at that 386, clicky clacky, write your book. (laughs) Come on, George. You know what else George can do? What? Throw on his headphones and warm up his pipes. (laughs) Uh, We're going to make sure your music knowledge is in.
1: Record labels are currently suing a popular YouTube audio-ripping site. Mm -hmm. Radio labels, including UMG, Sony Music, and Warner Brothers, are suing YouTube-MP3.org, a site that lets you pull an MP3 from any YouTube video. The suit alleges the site is responsible for upwards of 40% of the illegal stream-ripping in the world and are requesting 150000 for each instance of copyright infringement or all of their – All of their money. And all of their money. Just They're give just us like, give me money. all your money and you're good.
0: Yeah, this story comes to us by The Verge, by the way. You can get uh, links to all of the stories we talk about at universebox.com in the show notes for this episode, episode four. Yes. Uh, so, Anne-Marie, what did you think
1: about this? Okay, um, I can't remember the exact quote, but as Jeff Goldblum says in Jurassic Park, they'll find a way. <laughs> Nature always finds a way. So this really isn't going to stop people. They're going to just find a different way to rip things off and stream them and pirate them Mm -hmm. and at this point the music movie and tv industries all really just need to accept it yeah kind of it's just the direction that life is going um there's just so much that's already streaming it almost all should be i think Mm -hmm um and does suing these companies ever really work they just set people like they'll set the pirates back 2 years and then <laughs> they'll redevelop something
0: well that's the thing too is a you know i keep Thinking, you know, with these Spotify deals and this, that, and the other, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I I feel like anytime I feel like the music industry has learned their lesson and embraced all these new forms of distribution, some Uh stupid lawsuit pops up like this and just completely kills it. And any goodwill I was starting to have for the music industry. Right. Well, I'm sure there were some people who used this site for music, uh, I feel like more people probably used it for slightly less piratey things like i know i've used it to pull down our patron hangouts and audio form to put on the feed or if you know uh a university puts out a 45 minute lecture i don't want to sit there and watch a video when it's just a guy at a podium so with like
1: a a picture
0: yeah so i'll pull down the mp3 and throw it into my podcast app and listen to it while i'm taking a walk or working out or something like that
1: Mm -hmm. i I, you,
0: you know so i i hope If nothing else, it doesn't cause YouTube to lock down their API more because they've already been doing that a lot the past couple of years to where to make it harder to pull down videos or like create apps around YouTube videos or web apps or whatever. Mm -hmm. So in their API was always one of the most powerful things they had. I, I also think it's interesting that this news comes on the same day that YouTube announced that former Def Jam president uh, Lyre Cohen is their new global head of music. Hmm. It seems a little fishy almost like they're uh, – you know they brought him in and now – They could talk him down. And now all of a sudden all these major record labels oh, are suing – Or they
1: felt OK to do it because he yeah. was there and he – he understands their pro- – like, mm-hmm. okay, I get
0: it. Little shady. Little Whoa. shady. Uh, let's see. Little Over shady. in the chat room, uh, some stuff from uh, – They're about still Game talking of Game of Thrones. Uh, Monica says she's up to date on the show. She'll admit uh, without her book-savvy boyfriend, she wouldn't have been able to keep up with the show and know who was who. <laughs> and uh, Angel T says the only show I, I know that I finished uh, before the source material was done was Full Metal Alchemist. Never heard of it. You've not? I live in a bubble. It's pretty good.
1: It's live pretty in a bubble. Good.
0: Okay, so Anne-Marie, what's up next?
1: Bruce Springsteen is a Kanye fan. Whoa. The Boss and Yeezy might have a collab in their future. Bruce Springsteen called Kanye West intense, a great rapper, and called his records very, very creative, amazing records. Springsteen also called out older acts like Green Day and U2 as still celebrating their glory days.
0: Yes. Uh, So, Anne-Marie, what do you think about this news from The Boss?
1: Well, um, wait, I wasn't Bruce. Oh, I wouldn't have pictured Bruce. Uh, Springsteen to be a uh, long-time Kanye fan because this isn't the first time he's brought him up. He talked about him in a 2014 interview. Oh, so, wow. you know, he's, he's been around.
0: He's a legit fan. He's
1: man. a legit fan. Um, his shout-outs to Green Day and U2 made a bit more sense to me. But then again, most people do not draw inspiration from any one source or genre. So, you mm-hmm. know, maybe this is how he'll connect with a younger or different audience for his next album by channeling Kanye. <laughs> Y'all i going to let you finish.
0: <laughs> but but Bob Dylan was the greatest Bruce Springsteen (laughs) of all time (laughs) okay yes uh you know, I I think, you know, talent recognizes talent, and it's great to hear that the boss is still listening to the latest and greatest from the world of music. I, I do wonder, though, if Kanye likes Springsteen. I, I mean, I could, to- I could totally see him jamming out to, like, Youngstown or something. In Youngstown. Uh But I, I would really like to hear a collab between them, uh, or at least get a video of Springsteen uh, jamming out to some Yeezy you know that'd that would be, be nice. hilarious it'd be nice if maybe springsteen showed up in a kanye video or
1: something or if kanye just shows up at a bruce springsteen concert since kanye likes to just show up at concerts and perform very true whether there very is true. or not he's just showing up <laughs> and performing
0: okay so Anne marie what's in the box you're about to find out we've each selected a special story to discuss let's pop open the universe box Okay, Emery. So, what's your pick for the universe box today?
1: So, coming to an elementary school near you, the Satanist Club. Ooh, Satanist after-school Satan Club. <laughs> so, I know that there are going to be like tons and tons of people who are like, "No, this is awful. This is horrible. How can people let this happen?" Mm-hmm. However, I actually think this is a fantastic thing, and I'm not like a Satan worshipper. <laughs> um,
0: sure, you aren't, Emery.
1: Um, it comes down to equality it comes down to fairness and there are so many schools that offer extracurricular groups that lean towards a mainstream Christianity um, curriculum mm-hmm. if you will um, I'm really happy to see that there are different options you know I don't imagine that an elementary school Satanist club is going go kill people Like it's, no. that's I, that's not really how Satanist stuff is anyway I'm just mm-hmm. saying that's what people are thinking and I'm like no one's going to gear something like that towards children anyway, whether that's their end game or not. Yeah. So,
0: as far as I know, uh, Satanism isn't actually about worshiping the devil or Satan, it's about uh, having more uh, faith in man than. A, a god or a devil or anything else say that, that really like man is your god humanity is your god is is the basic tenets of satanism i believe
1: right um let's see here this um quote is, uh, students at sacramento elementary which is the school that just approved it they have others that are approving they're applying all over the country um mm. won't be forced to attend either a club the christianity club or the satanist club um they have to have a parent signature and a form to go to any after school activity like mm-hmm. in any elementary school yeah but Satanic portland um just wants to make sure that kids at the school have options and that they aren't led to believe that there is only one way to practice religion and spirituality and that's why i think it's so important mm-hmm. and i kind of want to look in into well you say, say, <laughs> i kind of say, say, want to the- do that like i like that because it's so common that you just get God-worshipping mm-hmm. prayers and, you know, bow your head before meals type mm-hmm. of religion thrown at people. And if that's all a kid sees, that's all they're going to think there is.
0: Well, that that's kind of uh, what they do a lot across the country is they, they – like, you know, if there's a, a Christmas tree in a courthouse and they want to have a Satanist tree or whatever, they, that, that's a lot of what they do is they, they go in – and ask for their equal And
1: they have voice. to, they really have to give it to them because yeah. it, it's discrimination otherwise.
0: Yeah. And if they don't, it exposes the hypocrisy yep. of these sorts of things. Right. You know, so,
1: so, uh, so, good on you, Satanist. Good on you, after school <laughs> Satan club.
0: Okay. Now I want to talk about something far less creepy. And that's that I
1: don't know what you're talking about. You're Missouri slavery.
0: sheriff. Has Missouri? To- Missouri. 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 Uh, Missouri sheriff has declared a new new zero tolerance policy for creepy clowns. I, now, the sheriff is letting all the creepy clown stories get to him, I think, a little bit. He says he said on a Facebook post, uh, on the official police Facebook, I assure you that I will have a zero-tolerance policy to this. If someone wishes to dress up and conceal their identity with the intent to scare or harass citi- our citizens, they will be arrested and transported to the sheriff's office. Not one citizen could be or will be subjected to this act of foolishness. <sighs> <laughs> I, I think, you know, it's a bit of an overreaction. I And I'm also sure a lot of these cases are copycat clowns based on uh, the original couple stories that came out about creepy clowns. But, uh, you know, if we crack down on creepy clowns, what's to stop us from banning ghosts or zombies even? It's, Don't ban the zombies. It's a very three slope. I, I, I feel like this is all sort of a viral marketing campaign for the new It movie anyway because that's all You've about You've been
1: a, saying that since the very first clown sighting. I have. In a, and you're going to right just because it
0: legit feels like a viral marketing thing definitely i so you know get it together missouri yeah okay over in the chat room uh let's see here
1: monica says that uh the satanist book that came out in the 80s she can't quite remember but essentially it said science over religion and angel says it just has an unfortunate name of the figure of evil in other (laughs) religions but it is cool that they're celebrating religious diversity also, not surprised it's Oregon.
0: Mm-hmm. And Angel T. also says creepy clowns are the worst. They are
1: totes the worst.
0: Totally. Totes. Totally. Oh. Uh, and yet, yeah, like I, from what I've heard, Satanists are they're, – they're more humanist than anything.
1: Exactly. So. They yeah. just need to rebrand maybe a little bit. Um. Okay. So – So what? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. This is like my favorite thing and you always try and skip over it. <laughs> so we like to tell you about special holidays that are coming up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, while today is National Coffee Day, y'all. So I hope you celebrated because I kind of did. Can you tell? Can you tell? Um, but tomorrow is extra virgin olive oil day. Interesting. Or
0: I eat a lot of extra virgin o- olive oil because it's part of my diet.
1: Um, international translation day. So grab out those, you know, ancient mm-hmm. ruins and do, do, do. Um, mm-hmm. mud pack day. So give yourself a little spa treatment. And the biggest and best of all, mm-hmm. it's international podcast day. So this week, your homework is to share our podcast i
0: like that homework isn't that that amazing i also think that they should they should pour out some olive oil in in, into a bowl let it harden form it into a mud pack uh, peel the mud pack off look at look inside realize that there's some ancient like scribbles in there (laughs)
1: translate
0: it, then record a podcast about the experience. That's your other Do homework. it. <laughs> do it now. Okay, uh, while you're doing that, what we're going to do is uh, let you know what we're excited about this week. We're offering up our recommendations on, or in, rather, <laughs> suggestible. <laughs> okay, Marisa, so okay. what's your suggestible?
1: <laughs> um, okay, so this week... Or today I'm recommending a Princess Royal Reception. Whoa. Disney just announced today that starting October 1st and running through at least the month of October, princesses will be meeting at World of Disney between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. World of Disney is at Disney Springs, which does not require park admission. This is the important part. Um, currently, there's no set schedules to what princesses will be meeting when. Like, it's not like you come mm-hmm. at 10 a.m. You get Cinderella. 11, you get Aurora. N- we don't know right now. Um, or even which ladies to expect, because Disney has left them this beautiful like loophole window, mm-hmm. where they said any visiting princesses could be there. Ooh. So what I'm thinking that is they didn't want to cause a panic by saying Anna and Elsa might be there, or even the new Princess Elena. Elena, I'm not Elena, sure. Yeah. Elena, I think those three are really the ones that they did want to say will be there. Uh, But
0: their tote's going to be there.
1: Their tote's going to be there. We just don't know when. Um, What you do is you go into World of Disney, you sign up and be like, I want to meet the princesses. (laughs) And they'll tell you when to come back to stand in line like you you get like an assigned mm. time to return so that you can go and enjoy all of the shopping at the disney springs
0: <laughs> yeah so so for those awesome. of us who uh, th- who, who live local. in orlando uh, this will be a really good thing uh to visit yes for sure oh, oh i'd have to point out over in the main chat bobby said but i'm <laughs> all about promoting my favorite podcast no, no, no,
1: Wait, no. you the fir- missed the first part i'm ready for a national day off from national whatever days <laughs> but i'm all about promoting my f- favorite podcast he is I'm good with that, man. We just – there's some really crazy ones that I like to share.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. And as for me, my suggestible is a podcast – surprise, surprise – called Imaginary Worlds. Uh, Now, this is a biweekly podcast about science fiction and fantasy story tropes. Uh, It's a short show, about half an hour usually, but the production quality rivals NPR. It's one of those really hyper-produced shows. I Uh, don't know anything about that. The show covers uh, such topics as origin stories, back to the future, uh, fantasy maps, augmented humans, with wit, insight and most importantly a ton of interesting history about the genres we know and love if you're anything like me you'll download one episode then bust through the entire archive i also recommend uh there's one uh it has prince in the title i forget what it is but it's basically uh you know how uh kimba the white lion most people say that disney kind of ripped off for the lion king Mm -hmm. there's a It was kind of like this guy's holy grail sort of project, uh, a movie about an Arabian prince Mm. that uh, people feel that Disney took a lot from – for Aladdin. Oh. Uh, it was like this guy's white whale. He spent years and years on it and never even finished it.
1: Awful
0: guy. Yeah, but uh, definitely check it out, Imaginary Worlds. It's at imaginaryworldspodcast.org or the link will be in our show notes. Of course. Okay. Now, uh, we did something unusual la- last night. Uh, we knew that we were going to be talking about the Lion King story. So we went over to facebook.com slash groups slash universe box and posted uh, the Lion King story and asked for your feedback. And, and we got it. Definitely. Note to self, do that. Because for, for days and days and days we've been saying we can't wait to hear your blathering. And now <laughs> we can finally hear what our listeners have to say in Blatterstock. Uh, Now, as always, uh, you can email us, contact at universebox.com, tweet us at universe underscore box, the Facebook group where we post these stories to get your feedback, facebook.com slash groups slash universeboxshow. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Now, Anne-Marie, there were a couple of people who chimed in, right?
1: All right. So first up was Josh Phelps, and I'm pretty sure he commented within like five minutes of you posting (laughs) this. Hate it, not on board, leave my Lion King alone.
0: Fair enough. (laughs) I agree. And then my old college roommate, JG, what did he have to say?
1: He said, I'm indifferent. The Lion King is my favorite Disney movie, so I'll probably watch it, but I can wait until it leaves theaters.
0: Fair enough. And uh,
1: Last but certainly not least, Mr. Bobby Hawk. Walt Disney in his lifetime was looking for new technologies to seamlessly blend animation and live action. This is just another step in that direction. It takes nothing away from the original movie – which many agree lifted heavily from Simba the White Lion and Hamlet. Very true. If I wait, I say if it can be done well, why not?
0: a a very positive perspective from Bobby we also got a couple or a letter on this topic too from Angel Angel says hey Bill and Emory so I noticed that tonight you're going to talk about the live action CGI remake of The Lion King honestly I feel like right now Disney is in its season of live action remakes there was Jungle Book Pete's Dragon the upcoming Beauty and the Beast and now this though it isn't exactly new for Disney as they did something similar with 101 Dalmatians back in 96 Mm -hmm. anyway I would say that part of Me is mildly annoyed, wanting to say things like stop remaking things from my childhood and focus on original projects. Thank you. But at the same time, I have to remember that Disney is a company and the remake is bound to make money, unlike the original projects, which unfortunately do not work out as well. Also, maybe uh, they just thought that they needed to make more children cry and <laughs> remind the adults of those feelings with an updated scene of Simba mourning over Mufasa. Uh, yeah, and it'll be much more realistic. Maybe they, we can see some blood and guts. It'll be good. Uh, Angel goes on. The topic also prompted me to do more research on future Disney projects. And avoid her homework. Oh my goodness, even more live action uh, movies are in the works. Here's the article if you're interested. Uh, Totally. Uh, Kind of old news, but this came out in April, but it's still relevant. Uh, On another note, I finally did get around to watching uh, Bull, and I would suggest it. If anyone hasn't started watching it yet, it's, pre- it's a pretty interesting show focusing on the psychological aspects of the trial process. The main characters are rather compelling and charismatic, and the plot of the show gave me vague vibes of Law & Order. Ooh. Can't wait to hear what else you guys have for us tonight and talk to you soon. Uh, thanks, Angel. I, actually, we're going to peek over to this article real Yes, quick we here. are. Oh, yeah, there's Dumbo by Tim Burton.
1: I don't care about Dumbo by out. Tim Burton. I care about Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell? Tinkerbell. Oh, yeah.
0: I think Emma Stone got cast as the live-action that Tinkerbell. That sounds about right. If I remember. Okay,
1: wait. Hold on, wait. Untitled Disney fairy tale live-action previously dated 12 <laughs> 17 moves up to seven twenty-eight seventeen. 17 What? <laughs> and then untitled disney fairy tale untitled disney live action untitled, untitled disney untitled Untitled, untitled, untitled. like untitled. y'all what is that even that's straight from the press release
0: yeah and of course the sequel to mary poppins maleficent 2 nutcracker in the four realms jungle Ooh, book 2 i uh, which i maybe he might not be might not be coming quite so soon now that lion king's happening we'll see
1: ah,
0: but we'll have a link to the article in the show notes oh, at no emma stone was cast in
1: cruella Oh, if you scroll uh, down a little bit more, there's <gasps> – Jungle Cruise. I forgot about that.
0: Oh, yeah. With The Rock.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All
0: sorts of stuff. Jungle Book
1: 2, really?
0: I uh, Yeah, definitely. Sorry.
1: OK. I have to get away from this article now.
0: Yeah. And uh, Bobby correct corrects himself in the chat room. It was Kimba the White Lion, not Simba. His bad. It's OK, Totes. Bobby. It's cool, though. OK. And one last letter from Monica. Here's my stupid question. Is there ever – because we asked you guys to send in stupid questions last episode. So
1: apparently only one person listened to that.
0: Is there ever a fifth quarter – honest to goodness came out of the mouth of a 50 something uh coworker. <laughs> have fun and see you tonight so yeah she was someone was, seriously was... asked if if there's ever a fifth quarter no no because there's no four quarters.
1: there's four a quarter is it's a quarter a quarter. quarter of a whole it's one so, fourth yeah so, no.
0: Stupid, stupid Tell questions. your stupid,
1: stupid coworker they are wrong. Nice.
0: Okay, well, you know what? Uh, since we had an assignment for you last time, we're going to give you another assignment this time. Since we did. It was national- to
1: go review and share our podcast. Yeah,
0: that. Also, uh, it's National Podcast Day tomorrow. So, International- why don't you let us know what your favorite podcast that we don't produce is? So, uh, you can email us contact at universebox.com. Tweet us at universe underscore box. The Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash universe box. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352 again that's 424-274-2352 uh, now as always we're gonna wrap up here with a couple takeaways let's see here okay regular clowns are more scary than scary clowns even the boss loves kanye if you want a song off youtube record it with your phone like a normal person and uh, the circle of life moves us all to the movie theater uh- Okay, Amory, where can people find you online?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at amdsimone. You can check out my blog crunchycrafty.com and I actually I guested on the Legends of Tomorrow podcast from DCTV podcast. It was all of the ladies of DCTV podcast, so go check it out.
0: Yeah, I'm going to check it out. I haven't had a chance to yet, but I will very shortly. There Maybe are lots of spoilers
1: in it, just so you know.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, as always, you can find us here, 10 p.m. ES t or et as the case may be tuesday and thursday nights at live.universebox.com with all our lovely chatters as for me you can follow me on twitter at bill meeks you can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com and uh you can you can follow up with a third thing which i don't have in my head right now unfortunately <laughs> so i'm i'm just gonna back away Hey, from i it. never
1: have a third thing i was happy to have one
0: Very true, very true. Okay, well, it's been another great night. We went a little later than we planned on. It's okay, though. It's a Thursday night show. It's not as jam-packed for us as Tuesday night. So uh, please uh, join us here next time. And until next time, remember Remember to to think think
1: outside. outside.